What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Man, boys is getting quiet. Gonna get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Let me come through four foes, steady tipping. Yeah. Yeah. On that new lap, yeah. watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. Maybe AP, yeah. maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping cause we some athletes. Yeah. Is the more right, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Okay, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor. To work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What do you do? What do you What do you Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> it gets more obnoxious every <laughs> single time. Hey, Thanksgiving was a couple weeks ago. I need you to relax on that. Wow, Mervin. Wow. Is, is that what you thought I was doing? You sounded like a turkey, yes. Yeah. Oh, a a wounded like turkey, turkey at that. <laughs> Anyways, hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Um, welcome into the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Um, I don't know where all my things went. This is episode 92. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode 92. We've been doing this thing for 92 weeks, weeks. Yeah. Plus some. Because some episodes got, some episodes, uh, how do we say, uh, disappeared. Um, and we took, you know, a few breaks. So it's, yeah, we've been at this for a while. If anything has disappeared, or if anything has gone wrong, always, always blame Mervyn first. Because odds are it's Mervin. Odds always are. blame Mervin first. Odds are you're right. It could be a chance. But, it could be me. But most right. likely, I was gonna it's say Mervin. there's been a couple times it was you, and then there was that one time where it was you and I didn't fix it, and I still got cussed out for it. Well, yes, y'all. <laughs> Mervin talked about being producer extraordinaire. Producers, if you hear stuff, you're supposed to. Well, like, come well, on. well. I can't hear it. <laughs> well, you're right. Which is why last yeah, so was it, it was last week, right? Where we have to shut it down three times before we got it right. Well, we didn't even start. Actually, it was a couple times because it was that it was a couple to, uh, weeks ago. You said shut I think it down. It was. We didn't even start. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or we started. Oh, my Christmas tree fell. Uh oh. <laughs> Let me pick it up. <laughs> Little Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Like a I- Christmas tree fell. Oh Lord! Nah, y'all, yeah, it's. It's it's, it's, it's about a foot tall. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot of damage done. It's it's very easily repaired and put back where it's supposed to be. It's, um, it's okay, guys. Don't call the fire department. Okay. Anyways, now that that's over, whatever you was talking about, you better be glad to serve. Never mind. Anyway, you gonna are you gonna go over uh, what we talked about? What we're talking about? <laughs> like last week. 
Fine, since Ashley was Okay, so today in episode 92 of the More Right the Wrong podcast, we are talking NCAA uh, ball. You know what I'm saying? We had a bunch of conference championships. You know what I'm saying? Who was crowned? Who wasn't? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the college football playoffs happening. And Mervin, your prediction did not happen. Thank the Lord. You know, that they was going to pull some mess mm-hmm. in the final, you know. Um, NFL. We're going to get to the NFL, whatever we want to talk about there. Uh, then, of course, we are talking Deion Sanders from the SWAC to the Pac-12. Okay. Uh, then LeBron James called out the media. LeGoat, I'm sorry. LeGoat James called out the media. And a little asterisk down there is Anthony Davis is going off, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, and then for the culture segment, we are, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are of course, talking TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. <laughs> we can't even get there. Oh, hey. man. Oh, man. You this okay, Marvin? Yes, I'm okay. It's just that whole every single time I open up something about them, it's just, it gets funny. Not funny. Tea. I want to say funny because, you know, of course, I feel sorry for it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's the tea for me. It's time to think something it. else. All it's more tea coming out. The green, the sweet, the peach, like, and the mango. Right? I'm like, you're really right, though. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's layers to this it's thing. A, it's, it's a well-diversified uh, you know uh, situation. I'm not saying... I'm going to just say this before we get to the... Uh, you know, to the top of the show. I'm not saying that I would like to see somebody's misery put on display for the exploit. Uh, like the, it's exploited, put on display. Like I don't know, on a big screen uh, to make millions of dollars on it. But if somebody was to do that, they would make a lot of money off that movie. That's all I'm saying. I'm dead with the TJ Holmes situation. Yes, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah, it's like a lifetime um, thriller. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I mean, let's start with NCAA. Um, I think there's only one place we, t- we can start right now, right? Go, go ahead. So start with- TCU. Go ahead. Oh, TCU. Yes. yes. So, I tried to bet Mervin before the game. And once I, again, I'm glad I, I should, did. I should have. I should have. No, now, you- to, to all the TCU folks out there, you know, no offense. You know, I know few of y'all, but I was definitely like, "Oh, TCU losing this game before the game even started." And one of your best friends at TCU alone? Yes, she is. Yes, yes. My boy Poopy, he graduated. Well, let me. Y'all don't know him by that name. I was gonna say. uh... Um. Anyways. Um. Well, anyways. Yeah. But I was on phone with Mervin. What was it? First quarter. Yeah, first. It was seven seven. Mm -hmm. I said, Mervin, let's make a bet. You know, he said, uh, mm-hmm. what you want to bet on? I said, this TCU game. He said, nah, because I ain't betting against TCU. I said, you don't have to bet against TCU. I will go for Kansas State. And he's like, how long I got? And I'm like, oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> I wish, glad I did. I, I wish I would have did that. So, wish. Go so, ahead. as previously stated, obviously, this is championship weekend. Uh, so, TCU and, Big, uh, and Kansas State were playing in the Big 12 championship. Uh, out at good old Jerry World. Number three TCU, number ten Kansas State, which I think plays a big part in why why TCU still made the playoffs. It was a close game throughout, um, and then you know going back and forth, TCU scored, Kansas State scored, 
good football game all around, right? Um, and then we get to the fourth quarter where Kansas State goes up 28 to 17 with about 11 minutes and 27 seconds left, right? And so you're like, okay, wait a minute. TCU is actually in some trouble here. And then Max Duggan put on the fourth quarter of a lifetime. I'm not going to put it next. I'm not going to put it up there with Vince Young in the Rose Bowl. But it was very reminiscent of, all right, y'all. Y'all not doing what I need y'all to do. So I'm just going to take this ball and do it myself. So after TCU score with 7.34 left, uh, they kicked the field goal to go to shorten the deficit to 28 to 20. Then they get the ball back. And let me tell you something. I don't know how Max Duggan did it. Because they were on, I want to say it was a third and 15. And Max Duggan got like 40 yards. Another uh, critical down, another first down. He was so gassed. By the time when they got when they when he of course he finally <laughs> ran into the end zone, like his team wrestling trying to pick him up, he's like, "Yo, get away from me! Like I'm tired, I'm gassed, I ain't got no energy. Get off of me!" And this it was especially true after he threw the uh, after they got the two point conversion. Mm-hmm. So Max Duggan has done done it. Max Duggan has got you there. He has got you two overtime after you were down eleven points with eleven minutes and twenty seven seconds left. Max Duggan did it. Max Duggan did it for you. I keep saying Max Duggan because his name is very important here. Because it got me wondering when we get to overtime. TCU, you know, both teams get the ball, which I feel like the NFL should adopt. But, you know, both teams are guaranteed a possession. Uh Kansas State won the toss. They go on defense. TCU gets the ball. And guess who gets them down there? Max Duggan, right? Max Duggan. To the goal line. To the goal line. Uh Let me give you the play-by-play of that last stand. First and goal at the 10. Well, I'm sorry. Keandre Miller got it. Uh, in, uh, in overtime. First and 10 at the 25. First play got him to the 10. First and goal. Keandre Miller, four-yard run. Second and goal. Max Duggan, five yards. Get you to the one-yard line. One-yard line. To the one-yard line. Which... I'm pretty sure that one was it wasn't a touchdown, but but let's be real. The spot Very close. They, the spot that they gave him even after the review was not the right spot. He was a little bit closer, just in my eyes. Third and goal. Kendra Miller. I'm sorry, I called him Kendra. Kendra Miller, no game. Fourth and goal. I don't know why this should have been a question. I feel like at this point, if I'm Max Duggan, I don't care what you just called. I'm running this football in because I'm the one getting it done. And they handed it off. Somebody missed the block and they mm-hmm. got stopped short. Why Max Duggan wasn't the one with the football on all four of those plays? Okay, I'll give you one or two. But once you got to the one, why not quarterback sneak it and just bum rush yourself into the end zone? You got Max Duggan is one of the biggest dudes on the field, offense and defense. So just give him the ball and let him and just everybody, let's go about 35 inches that way and we're in the end zone. Now, I watch, I cover a lot of high school football. You know what I'm saying? Playbook ain't as open as it is in college. Right. But one thing I love to see in high school football 
is the teams with the dominated quarterbacks, mm -hmm. when they get to the goal line, guess who taking the ball in? The it's, quarterback. So it's a, and I, I, of course, I hate to bring them up because I hate them with all my being, but it's like what the Eagles do right now. You mm -hmm. got Jalen Hurts. Yep. Who can squad a car. Yep. You get him on the eight inch line. Mm -hmm. It's no question who's what's about to happen. It's going to be a rugby scrum. And when the official blows his whistle, he's going to be putting both hands up because they just got six points. Or it's the goal line where there's a fourth and a fourth and inches. It doesn't matter. It's that same situation. Max Duggan has been taking over the game, especially the end of fourth quarter and some of overtime. Let him cook. Yeah. So, again, it helps that Kansas State, that they were number three, that Kansas State was uh, number 10, and that USC lost. Because if not, Sonny Dykes will be having a lot of hard questions to answer for to Horn Frog Nation because they would not be happy with him for losing this game and possibly missing the playoffs if they would have missed. I mean, you still got Alabama down there with two losses. Right. You know, and then once they started looking at strength of schedule, TCU actually had, you know, a pretty You're tough right. schedule. You are 100% So correct. you will still have to, the college, I understand based off of history. Thank you. <laughs> Let's be real. Every the college football playoff system. Yeah. Understand yes. something. Every single argument for Alabama not being in is uh -huh. 100% correct this year. Uh -huh. They lost to LSU. Uh -huh. They lost to Tennessee. Uh -huh. They did not deserve to be in. But let's not act. Had they gotten in, let's not act like this would have been the first time Alabama did not deserve to be in and they still were playing in a, in a semifinal game. History just speaks for itself. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, USC lost to Utah. USC did lose to Utah. You what is up with Utah and ruining people's chances at the playoffs? Because they did the same thing to Oregon last year, right? Uh, they did. Did you see where um Caleb Williams had F Utah on his fingernails? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I saw that. So. Bad look, buddy. It's a really bad look. Especially when you come out and did they get they didn't get like manhandled, but they still got beat. So it's it's a bad look all the way around. Oh I mean, no, got, I lied. I bet they, they got I beat pretty convincingly. Well, <laughs> it was close, and then Utah scored 23 points in the fourth quarter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> pretty convincingly. Yeah. 47-24. Pretty convincingly. Oh no, man. Look, you know what? Hold on. It's my first time actually looking at the stats here. Caleb Williams threw for 363 yards and three touchdowns. He did. Caleb Williams is a high leader. Uh -huh. He did his job. Yeah. So that 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 loss is not his fault. But yeah, USC, Lincoln. Hey, look, let's be real. Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams did what they were supposed to do this year. Until it came down to the one game, it really mattered, and they blew it. Another case of somebody that all you have to do is win, and you're in. Just like LSU a couple weeks ago. All they have to do is win against AM. And they very well might still be in the playoff even with losing to Georgia. Oh no, never mind. That would have been the third loss. No, the second loss. But still. All you have to do is win the year in. And they blew it. Yeah, didn't Caleb Williams get hurt? He did. He did get hurt. Oh, hamstring. Yep. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to Utah. 
yeah, running hopes and dreams. Love it. Love to see it. Um, shout out to Georgia for putting up a fifty burger. Yep. Sorry, Dad. Yep. Uh, well, my dad's an LSU fan, so I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. But. Um, yeah. So the playoffs as it stands: Georgia versus Ohio State. Uh huh. Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. The TCU and uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, and the Fiesta Bowl. Shout out to TCU. You know Shout what I'm That's gonna be a good game. Those are gonna be, gonna be some good, good footballs. So, so I, for, some good games, yeah. My money's on Michigan, but you know. Understandable. Hey, it'll be a good game nonetheless. But you know. Michigan always gives me that sense of that they're one of those teams where they're really good, but you just don't see championship in them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I see Not that to say that you see through. it with TCU either, but you just don't, you just don't said, feel right with them being a champion. Oh, yeah. I say that once they get to Georgia. <laughs> 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 you know, I think they'll get past mm-hmm. TCU, but then I think once they get to Georgia, we're going yeah. to be a well, repeat. George went. Right. Yeah. Y'all gonna get to the championship yeah. game. And, Unle- and well, well, again. well. Unless CJ Stroud just decides to go absolutely bananas, again, and Georgia's defense is off that day. That's the only way they lose is if their defense does not show up. Because I'm still not right. sure how how high I am on Stetson Bennett. Uh, excuse me, I'm very high on Stetson Bennett. This I, man, I we talk you. about a dual. We talk about a dual threat quarterback. You leave homeboy alone, and he breaking a couple ankles into the end zone. Okay, listen, yeah. listen. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I think it'll be a good game. I think Georgia Ohio State will be a good game. Yeah. But I, I, I think we'll finally get a year where both games are actually solid games because right. we keep getting blowouts. But I definitely see Stetson Bennett having himself a day. That's real. Yeah. Yep. Marvin Harrison Jr. That, that that connection. Yeah, they hey, automatic. They've been balling this year. Automatic. But CJ yeah. Stroud, listen. Me and my Texans. I was just going to say here, for a quarterback, here, comes, so. here comes Ashley's politics. <laughs> 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 I knew exactly where that was going. <laughs> so you know, I'm still scouting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> CJ and, <laughs> and Bryce Young still scouting. You know what I'm saying? Here as long as as long as he stays healthy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Throughout the entirety of the game, you know, hey, play your heart out. But I, I think they'll lose. I do. And then CJ will be ready for the draft. Yes, he will. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, uh, one of their receivers? Said he's not gonna play in the in the playoffs for the to get ready for the draft. Hey, in Jigba, I think that's his name. So, hey, no, 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 no. I, I can see both sides. I can understand that if you're playing in the Gasparilla Bowl, mm-hmm. or if you're playing in Duke's Mayo Bowl, if you're playing in one of those, and you're supposed to be a top ten pick. I give you that. True. But your Abandoning team, your team. You're, this, yeah. this, this is what you played for. This is what mm-hmm. you came to Ohio State for. It's for a shot at a national championship. And although you're not favored to make it to the actual championship, you still actually literally have a chance at a championship right now. This is where I feel like that's an issue. Because this, I was wondering when it was finally going to happen that somebody's like, I'm not playing in the college football playoffs. 
to get ready for the draft. And I get it. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to hurt your draft status. You don't want to miss your money. I get that 100%. But you are in a championship position here. I feel like this is where you should say, you know what? It's worth it. Let me play in the playoffs. And at worst, you're only playing two more games. You'll be fine. Well, let's see. Well, they say he suffered a hamstring injury in the season opener mm -hmm. against Notre Dame. So he already had a little... So he already missed most of the season with the hamstring injury. Right. So I, I, I see both sides. He was... Yeah, he was... Uh, Yeah, I see both sides. Here we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I see both sides. He been battling injuries all season uh -huh. long. So he don't want to play. Look at you. See, that's this when people tell the story without getting Still. the whole story. Nope. Y'all see how I just found this real quick? Yeah. This, but again, this is what you're here for. That's all I'm saying. I, I didn't play against. Um, he didn't even play against Michigan when they got so up. But yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see, I, for one, I saw both sides before the situation because you never know what's going on so with even, players. So even if he's fully healthy, then what? Well, I, that's why I say I saw both sides before okay. I saw the injury because you never know what's going on with these players. Sometimes making it to the NFL is life or death, you know, yeah. financially and whatnot for your right. family. So if you really say, you know, well, you and your family and all that, you know, all that oh. spiritual stuff. And somebody was like, I got bad juju about this. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Special circumstance. <laughs> but no, if you, you know, you're, if it's life or death depending on making this an NFL, which it is for a lot of these right. athletes. Well, not anymore. You know, well, I can see is, you making a personal. Yeah, I'm going to say NIL, NIL, is, NIL a thing, is a thing, but not everybody, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like, the money will run out eventually. Like, you got to get that next contract. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, um, yeah, he's struggled with injury all season long, so I see why he would not play. Because what if you know he did more rest? Um, but um, yeah, whatever. Georgia versus Michigan is my um, championship matchup. Georgia winning it all, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, that's just where I am. Mervin, you? Uh. I'd like to disagree with you because I don't like you, but I really have no other reason to. So, I mean, like I said, if Georgia's defense shows up, nobody's beating them. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anything That's else from NCAA? That's it. That's but it. Yeah, shout out to uh, with the one the video you showed me of U of H volleyball going by. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, because you remember, see, so it's funny. We were talking, well, I told myself, because, you know, I, I told Ashley last week, we were talking about, you know, UH's sports and how they've gotten a lot better since we first got there. Football team's doing better. Basketball what? team's doing a lot what? better. Well, football what? team. The football team was the best when we were there. Which Not when got we better. first got there. Football team's worse. Well, we had Case Keenum when we first got there. That was our no, first year. we didn't have Case. Oh, we case. had the year after case. Yeah, when they but missed, then that when they very five next seven, year, missed the ball. No, no, no. They didn't get good till Herman got there. How Greg Ward is? How is he a year younger than us? 
Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say no, cause we had we were we were okay. We weren't bad. Ashley, that our I was only there for three years. Right. So we had to yeah, be good last two year, out of the three. Greg is 27, so he's a year under this. So no, I so I remember 2012. We were, mm-hmm. we went five and seven, missed the bowl, and didn't get to a bowl game. And I'm pretty sure we did the same thing in 2013. I, well, no, 2013, we were actually good that year. I That's forgot. what I'm saying. My That's last two year. years. Right. We were good that yes, year. Yes, my last two years, we were good. 2014 was the year we opened the stadium and got beat 41-17 to 17 by UTSA. Okay. But and we lost to Tulane on homecoming. <laughs> so we were good one year and then dropped back? I yes. don't know. And then Tom Homer came last in and was the Peach year, year. My last year, we were good, bro. I'm trying to t- my la- I was only at U of H for three years. Yes, I'm smart. Um, I was only at U of H for three years. So you're talking about the 2014. 2014, year? yes, yes, ma'am. We were eight and five that year. <laughs> That's not solid enough. For and then me. we made a bowl game. But we still, you talking about we were terrible. We weren't. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the year we won. Yes, we won the bowl game. uh, In the Armed Forces Bowl and came back on Pittsburgh. Yes. What is you talking about? We beat Memphis that year. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm talking, well, look, I'm talking about the first year. Anyway. I I know my experience. My three years at U of H, my first year, we weren't that good. But my last two years, we definitely were that good. Because I remember being at the game where Greg Ward jumped up. was that Greg Ward? Yes. Uh, I forgot who it was. But Greg Ward, um, he literally leaped to the end zone with the ball out and mm-hmm. fumbled it. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. Yeah, fumbled uh, it right before the goal line, and we lost because it was a touchback. Yep. Yep. I forgot yep. who we were playing, but I remember that game. I forgot who it was, too. Uh, but uh, but the point of, the point I was making was. I was say, football is worse than when we were there. Maybe. Ain't no it. maybe. What? Did you but, just... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Basketball is a lot better. And our volleyball team actually didn't even know we had one. <laughs> and the only reason I knew was because my girlfriend at the time worked in athletics. And so she would like work the volleyball okay, team. I knew we had a volleyball team. That was a, uh, it was a phrase. It was a, uh, right. which part of those things? It was an expression. Right. We're clearly a division one program. I'm pretty sure right. they had a volleyball team. But I didn't go to any, like right. nobody knew about the volleyball team is what I meant to say. But it was a phrase. Uh uh, but they <laughs> are in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament right now. So yeah, the Libero. Y'all saw that video? Hey, yeah. Uh, the girl jumping over that table? Jumping over the table. Table flips over. She flipped with the table and still made it back for the next play. That's crazy. Yeah. Shout I would have to lay there for a minute, get myself together. But, you know, I'm an old lady. Them some youngins. So. Yeah, it's also very true. It's <laughs> <laughs> also very true. Let me try that right now, and I'll, I'll be down there for about five minutes. Well, had I'll you tried like that at that age, players. you would still be down there for five minutes. Okay, no, I wouldn't. You've been about the same body type since we were in no, uh, college. No, no, you know that's not true. I mean, you, you still look that. like a dad then, and you look like a dad now. So, you know. Your dad bod has progressed into more, more – dad dadder or mm, or mm. you know um yeah my daddy is she's old. reaching right now she's reaching no well i'm saying i see what you're saying you're saying mm-hmm. your body was smaller back then but i'm saying it was still a dad bod so you know bones are still cracking all that mm-hmm. mervin Mer, me and mervin are the same age but mervin has like 10 years on me 
He really does. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> Murphy got 10 years on me, y'all. It's not he that bad. He really do. Oh, anyways, just in y'all, just <laughs> like we both listen to old school music. You know, we both could talk old school music. Mm-hmm. But Mervin is the old man that's only listening to the old school music and only some of the new school. Like, I only listen to these for I don't know nothing about these youngins. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's well, people are actually, let's be clear, putting out the music. I'm listening to sports talk radio on a, on a daily basis. So, yes, I am an old man and I completely understand it. Yes, and He's definitely the type to pull out a newspaper. Okay, let's move over to the NFL. Uh, I'll pull it up on the phone. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the NFL. Let me tell you something, Ashley. This week in the NFL was what I would like to affectionately refer to as a yuck fest. Because there wasn't really a lot of good football on this week. Uh, apart from, of course, the Bengals and the Chiefs. What week was this? 13? 13, yes. Uh, the game that I was the most... Uh, interested in apart from the cowboys game obviously uh was the browns and the texans which was (laughs) bro the texans suck oh my god well i don't know why i was interested in quick preface real quick quick preface we started the season with davis mills and i have clearly talked on this very platform of how bad he sucks Mm -hmm. and how he is not a franchise quarterback how we need a quarterback obviously well davis mills got benched right for kyle allen Go Y'all, bench. it is so bad that Cal Allen needs to get benched back for Davis Mills. Like, that's yeah, how bad it is. It's bad. But go it's, ahead, Murphy. It's bad. Go ahead. It's obviously a reason you brought this game up because the Texans suck. Well, no, it's because the Sean Watson was coming back. Right. Uh, right. Which you talk about the the poetry and the beauty of your sports. Just so happens that his suspension ends right when they're coming right back to Houston. So for his first game, I just thought yep. that was fun. Uh, yep. And so. Interested to see, and you could tell that Deshaun Watson hasn't played a meaningful football game in 700 days, uh, because the Browns' offense looked absolutely horrid in the first half. He looked absolutely horrendous in the first half. Granted, the team looked absolutely horrid with uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett brisket mm-hmm. running the show as well. So, the stat line for one, Mister Deshaun Watson, 12 of 22. 131 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Um, Shout out to Jalen Petrie for that interception. Right. Um, and also, somehow, still, shout out to all the – actually, I, I hate that I have to bring this up. But the Texans fans are so wishy-washy. What you mean? And I say that because, granted, I know this is a bad comparison because it's the Cowboys. But you look at the years where the Cowboys are going 4-12 and when Romo got hurt and whatever we were looking like when Dak got hurt. Fans still showed up. You look at it, you pull up a Texans game now, it's more empty seats than people in the stands. I mean, <laughs> it's there a bad are, team. There are, you're right. <laughs> there are other bad teams that are poorly run, but their fans still show up. Texans, okay. It's, it's. It's nobody in there. Okay, but you have the Texans. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. It's just, I'm sorry. It's, no, just it's a bad it's, team. It's, it's just, a bad it team right is. now. The team sucks. Like really sucks. The Texans are the worst team in the league. Yeah. Like already you got eliminated. Other teams. The first team for the second year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> first team eliminated. The first team eliminated from the playoffs. Um, 
Yeah, no team is worse than the Texans right now. Yeah. So, you can't, yeah. The Texans, they suck. But even when the Texans were like, okay, you know, back when we were there, when they mm-hmm. had Arian Foster, uh, now I said, okay. Now, here you go. I don't want it. Okay. When they had no, Arian they, Foster, they, they Matt Schaub, J.J. Yeah. Y., Andre Johnson, yeah. all them. Back when Texans were okay, yeah. it still wasn't full. See, that's so. weird to me. And I, this is slightly jokingly, but slightly serious. Because as much, I won't say hatred, but as much noise as I hear on a regular basis from Texans fans, you would think that more people would go to the games. And you would think that when they're I like... Mean, we can still talk noise. No, no, but, but what I'm saying is you would think that the, the stadium would at least be full when you're winning divisions on a somewhat regular basis. And it's not. I'm just saying. But back to the... I mean, I'm just, yeah, just, I mean, it, there's also so much to do in Houston. You know what I'm saying? There's still a lot to do in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> well, see, y'all have... I say Jerry Jones is a great businessman. Yes, you know what I'm is. saying? Because going to an experience at AT&T Stadium is much better than going to an experience at NRG Stadium when the Texans are playing. I've mm-hmm. been to both, and I've seen the different atmosphere. Y'all got Texas, y'all got, uh, Texas Live right across... Uh, the street, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, when people turn it up, you know, y'all got the fine cheerleaders every now and then going through the thing, you know, y'all have attractions and stuff out there. Texans games, you know, they just need to do better. The organization is horribly ran, but also, you know, game day operations, mm-hmm. you know, aren't the best, I will say. So it's just not, you know, it's not as fun of an experience as it is at other games. And your team just get drove every week, you know, to add on top of that. Right, that's a big part of it. Um, but, yeah, they – back to the original point. Uh, yeah, the, the – But Browns, I might go when I go to Houston. I know the tickets going to be cheap because they playing the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking if I, didn't have to, if I didn't have to work, I would go to the game this weekend. I, and I, you know what i do? I'd call my best friend and say, hey – you want to go see the Cowboys and the Texans play? And I would hope that she would say yes. At work. Well, I got to work too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, because we've never seen a game together. But, yeah, the the Texans got beat. The uh, the Browns finally kind of got it together. Um, uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> the Browns they, got it together. Texas kinda. suck. I said okay. Now, Texas, I, how many – Defensive touchdowns that the Browns have? Uh, one, two. Oh, two. Oh, fumble return, a pick six, and a 76-yard punt return. Okay, so three touchdowns not scored on offense. Yeah. That's how bad the Texans suck. Special teams, offense, just – anyways, uh, yeah. Kyle Allen threw two interceptions. Um, yeah. Listen, listen, pause. I'll just wait till we will. Uh, I guess there's no order. Um, right. <laughs> so the Texans suck so bad. What's the record now? 110 one, and ten one. And one. 10 and one. I love the symmetry of it. You love the symmetry of it? <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, the Texans suck really bad. And as I said, Davis Mills uh, got benched for Kyle Allen. And now we're saying Kyle Allen needs to get benched for Davis Mills. Like, we like it's. We know we gonna lose. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point, we are rooting to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like just let the season go over with. We just want the first pick. You know that's that's all we want. Now, folks is talking about bring Baker Mayfield over. 
because he just got For released what? from the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> For, For what? what? <laughs> What's he gonna do? For what? In a, For what? For what a, the Texans have a tough schedule coming up anyways, but for what? And in the in the right situation, Baker Mayfield is still pedestrian right now. Exactly. So you put him on a team where they're horrible, he's going to be more horrible too. Bro, we play in the Cowboys, Chiefs, Titans, Jaguars, and in the Colts. Jesus. Last, last two weeks is, you know, they're all right. But, uh, Ashley? What? <laughs> what? Y'all finna finish the season without another win. You know that, right? No, it might be we might win against the Jaguars on January first. We we beat you, them you, nine you right, straight times. So for some reason, Texas can only beat the Jaguars. Right. Well, you might get the Colts too. Yeah, we'll see. But still, yeah, that's those other three games. Uh, Anyways, don't nobody want to make a Mayfield. We yeah, want no, the number it's... one pick in the draft, and why would he come? <laughs> right, knowing <laughs> that you're no probably way. getting a quarterback. <laughs> Exactly. Like, come on now. The Texans suck. Yeah, um, Deshaun Watson smiling at the end of the game because he got his first win coming back. Boy, mm-hmm. you're still an L, okay? <laughs> you're still an L. You're right. Now, <clears throat> now, do I look forward to watching Deshaun Watson light it up on the football field? You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? He's a, a very great football player, which is why they gave him $230 million guaranteed dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, you know. How the camera shows all the um, trolling and whatnot, mm-hmm. pregame, halftime, all that. Like, uh, yeah, he listen, reputation is done for. I was thinking the other day, a team has to give him fully guaranteed because endorsements, not getting them. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. Investments, you have to invest through an LSC. Yeah. You know, can't publicly invest in Deshaun Watson. Well, I guess you can in some things because, you know, right. you know, our country just care about the money. Um, but yeah, yeah, reputation's done for, but you know, maybe right. Just a hey, the saying go, the, the saying is that winning cures all that yep. does that means the same thing for your reputation. Well, uh, I, I would say, say Deshaun Watson took the Browns to a Super Bowl and won it. I think the Nobody Browns would. fans would be happy, the Browns fans will be happy. But everybody Women, supposed to be trolling him. Women's, rights, like trolling women's rights groups would still be pissed, understandably so. Even I feel like the trolling would be amplified. Oh, like absolutely. Be yeah. Oh, the jokes would fly. Yeah. It would be, oh, he must have got a massage before the game. Oh, it, it, yeah, the massage jokes are never going to die. Just like it, it's the uh, same thing with Robert Crabb. Those jokes okay. are going to still fly. I don't know if I should say this at this point. Oh, boy. But quick interjection. Nothing to do with them. I had a massage this weekend and oh. it was divine. Heaven Still sent. Never had one. Heaven sent. That was my first one ever. Heaven sent. Divine. Oh my God. People, listen. I calls my job. I need to be making a check where I can get these monthly. <laughs> okay. Anyways. But yeah. Um, yeah, Deshaun's back. He is. Uh let's see. What else happened in the NFL? Oh, last night. Did you see the game? No, I saw that uh, Tom Brady brought his team back, though. Yes. Uh, so the Saints were up, t- sorry, 16-3 to with eight minutes left. Anytime, nor- we're just going to say normal circumstances. If a team has three points with eight minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. all likelihood is that if you're up by three sco- by two scores, or a score and some change, you're probably winning that game. 
Uh, but the issue is Tom Brady is still that guy that you don't want to give the ball back with too much time. Because he marched the ball down the field and scored with three minutes left to make the game 16 to 10. And I don't know what in the world the Saints were doing because let's go. So Tom Brady scores with three minutes, right? Mm-hmm. The Saints drive. Three plays, negative seven yards. And you know how much time it took off the clock? A grand total of 31 seconds. Wow. Yeah. So, guess who gets the ball back with about two minutes and 30 seconds left? Tom Brady. And what does he do? He marches the ball right down the field and scores essentially two touchdowns because they scored on one with about 16 seconds left and it got called back for holding. And then three plays later, they're right back in the end zone and score with like three seconds left. I don't know. There's certain reasons that I'm scared as a Cowboys fan right now. And Tom Brady is that main reason. Because the way it looks, we're probably going to have to play them in the first round. But oh, that would be so funny if y'all lost. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would literally be in a parade for like two weeks in my mind. Go ahead. But it's because it's just... It's Tom Brady. And there were a couple silent words in that Tom Brady that I can't say on this podcast. Um, But he just makes you want to say that because you think you're good. You think you got him beat. And then he marches down the field with his old 45-year-old geriatric self and wins and steals a football game from me. Now, they're not all the way there. It was the Saints. But I don't care. Who's huh? their quarterback? Is it Andy Dalton or is yeah, it Andy is, Dalton? Is Jameis Winston? Is he? Is he's he, he's he healthy, healthy. Just on the sideline. Yeah, he's healthy. Oh. Lost his job, so yeah. How you I, lose a job to Andy Dalton? I know, right? But the but the Bucks. I mean, they don't look horrible, but they don't look like the Bucks that we saw two years ago when they were winning that Super Bowl. But I'm gonna be really upset if the Cowboys somehow win out, but still end up. Uh, in the wild card because we don't win a division, and have to go into Tampa Bay, and have to deal with that for the on the first uh weekend of the playoffs and mess around and take a L again because we've never beat Tom Brady, so yeah, not gonna be happy about that at all. Damn. Well, <sighs> you know. I just root for the Cowboys to lose in spectacular oh, fashion, fashion. So, you know, that's what I go for. Uh, but anyways, back to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield lost his job, like lost his job completely. Mm-hmm. And over there in Carolina, like Jameis got benched. Baker got released. Right. Like. After released. getting moved uh, last offseason. After getting moved last offseason. So, uh, it's the same Baker Mayfield that had the uh, commercials about how he had the keys to the stadium. Mm-hmm. Well, this is his second eviction. <laughs> second eviction. Uh, anyways, uh, so as I said, Baker Mayfield got released, and people were like, oh, the Texans, maybe the Texans could use them. Uh, no, we cannot, okay? We need to keep on this low, sinking ship until the draft, okay? That's what we need to do, all right? So I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, where could Baker Mayfield go? And as I'm, you know, 
scrolling through the Twitter, you know, just mm-hmm. looking at jokes and memes about Baker Mayfield being released. I scroll across this video of Richard Sherman on a podcast. Somebody asking him where Baker should go. And I thought that y'all should hear it too, because it was truly insightful and just, uh, this is goat analyst talk right here. Go ahead, Bourbon. Do you think Baker Mayfield makes any sense for the 49ers? I don't think he makes any sense anywhere. I'm sure he can back somebody up. You know, people give too many opportunities to these quarterbacks in the first round just because they got picked in the first round. If you treated them like you do fifth, sixth round, seventh round picks, then, you know, how would you look at their body of work versus, you know, hey, you got all the talent in the world and quote unquote ceiling and yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm sure somebody would give him another opportunity because he went so high in draft, but um, I wouldn't. I, mean, I, I, I have not. no way to disagree with that statement because <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, you think about it. Like you said, first round picks get a lot of opportunities because mm-hmm. it's not just him. Remember, Sam Darnold's still on that team too. Mm-hmm. And he gets a lot more opportunity than he should as well. Yep. Uh, but, you know, you get a fourth or fifth round quarterback. And unless they do, you know, pull a Romo or a Dak or something, nobody cares. And if they, you know, slip up and, you know, don't do anything. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. Bye. Thank you. Russell Wilson, too. Russell Wilson only gets these opportunities because, remember, he was third-round okay. quarterback. I'm saying. Okay. He, he okay. Gets I was about to say. He yeah. was a third-round quarterback. He uh-huh. was not supposed to turn into what he turned into, mm-hmm. but he did. That's why he still gets opportunities because mm-hmm. let's all be clear. He did not look that great last year, mm-hmm. and he looks absolutely horrible this year mm-hmm. in Denver. Yep. The move to Denver doesn't happen. If he doesn't, if he's not Super Bowl winner and five yards from uh, winning the second one in a row. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you look at first-round draft picks in the league right now that I think still making it because they first-round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Wilson. Daniel Jones. Now, Daniel Jones is a level nah, above Daniel, Zach Daniel's Wilson. picked it up this year. Daniel, jo- Daniel Jones has picked it up this year. Uh, no. He's- I see him being – I see him being uh, – um, I, I see him being this. This is another situation, okay? I see him being another Baker Mayfield. You know, Baker Mayfield. He had he had a year where he picked it up. Uh-huh. His, you know, took his team to the playoffs. You know, uh, played on a bad shoulder for his team. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. To me, if you look at body of work, Baker Mayfield has better seasons than Daniel Jones. That's, That's all I'm saying. But go ahead. Now I will say, and he's picked it up. But you know me and Alabama quarterbacks, but Tua. He almost didn't make it. <laughs> he, okay. he he almost didn't make it in there. Well, yeah. And, you know, Tua with injury and whatnot. Yes, that's true. But, yes. but still, Tua, uh, I feel like Justin Fields is about to get a lot more leeway than he should. Okay, Justin Fields been balling, though. Like, he has literally, individually, his team can't win. But like I, I said, say, his, his fantasy is, number's been up there. Justin talking Fields about the Texans being the first team, but the Bears were the second team to get eliminated from the playoffs. And Justin Fields got hurt, too, though. You know, That's true. But Justin Fields, was, he was doing it on his own. Team but, just couldn't win. But what's the, mark of a, what's the mark of a good quarterback? That's true, winning. Um, Quarter, win, wins and losses well, winning are quarterback's is, threat. That's true. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, <laughs> that's another one. Jesus Christ! They man, when they was that him? That no, it was Daniel Jones when uh he got booed when he got drafted. Uh, but yeah, Trubisky. It's a it's I a mean, few of those guys. Just got booed when he got drafted. Marcus Mariota still in the league. That's no true. offense. No offense. I mean, we was just talking about him. 
about the show. Jameis Winston. <laughs> Sorry. We were just talking. Ah, uh, Jameis is a different. What's Jameis's uh, record? The, Let's look up Jameis Winston's like, record. Lifetime? Yes, in the NFL. Okay. Hold on, let me see. Because I know Jameis Winston, one of them. Actually, I'm not even gonna look. I want you to find it before me. I know it's a losing okay. record. I'm gonna look at uh pro football reference. Okay. Uh career he is hold on. Okay, I just want his overall record. That's all Stat I want. Muse says 38-48. Okay. So that ain't that bad. That ain't as bad as I thought. But but his but career see, record is I, 38 and 48. Okay. I feel like with Jameis, it's so tough because he's such a wild ride. Like interesting. But you have the he's missing 30 for 30. You have the year where yes, he threw 30, 30 for 30, 30 interceptions. 30 <laughs> like you just he he's the he's the he's the mode of effort my receivers down there somewhere. And he will launch it. And he has the ability, but when he makes a bad decision, it's like one of the worst decisions possible. <laughs> like he if he could just hone in that but it's it's that issue of if you want him to hone it in, then you're also going to miss out on that playmaking ability too. So you almost take the good with the bad with James. If right. you're, if that's what you want to do. Okay. I'll let you get a little flip, little, uh, little flip a coin with that one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But then you got, These other uh, ones, yeah. you got Jared Goff. He's a, he's a pile of nothing. Although he did take a Simpson Super Bowl, but he was, did I take mean, Simpson Super Bowl. They scored three points. Yes. They but did. the Lions do have one of the best offices in football right now too. But then you got Carson Wentz. Now he's Carson the one. He's great, the one. Yep. He's the one. Yeah. Because he had a, a a decent rookie year in 2016. Uh huh. He was gonna be an MVP in 2017 till he tore his ACL. Uh mm-hmm. But also, you got to think about it. The fact that they won that Super Bowl without him kind of make kind of drops his stock just a little bit. And in the past three years, he's been on three separate teams and got benched for Taylor Heineke. So yeah. That's first. That's the first round pick who you know get a lot of leeway. But Richard Sherman was right. He was no. right. He hit the nail on the head. Listen. Also, I think I think what they've got to add on to this is the skin color. Black quarterbacks don't get all these opportunities. That's true. Even if they are a high pick. That's true. Just putting that out there. That's true. Well, is that all we have for the NFL? Uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Real quick, that was a. Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did. I was hoping you saw more of it because. No, I didn't. Uh, it was. I Emmett saw uh, uh, Patty Mahomes slam dunk. You know his touchdown. You know what I'm saying. I said, Ooh, "Yeah." Is he a uh, football player or a basketball star? Well, I don't know, but uh, once again, the Bengals got the best of the Chiefs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the, the The Chiefs just can't beat the Bengals at home at that. Um. Oh no, that was in Cincinnati, but they couldn't beat them. <laughs> but no, wasn't last year? Uh, the AFC Championship was in in Kansas City, right? Was it? I, I think, think it was. was because that was his first uh, Patrick Mahomes' first away game in the playoffs outside of the Super Bowl, obviously. Wait, no, I was he saying. Has no, he's never. No, it was in Kansas City because he's never played a role playoff game. No, he he has one now, doesn't he? 
No. Because we saw that step this year. Huh. All right. Yeah, I think so. Look that up. But yeah, the um, for some reason the can't the Chiefs just can't beat the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow got the best of Patrick Mahomes once again. Um, Cincinnati's getting it together. They were kind of scaring me a little bit there at the beginning of the season. Uh, losing to the Cowboys without Dak Prescott that week. The line was getting Joe Burrow absolutely blown up like they were last year. Uh, but it seemed like they finally started to gel and finally started to get together uh, to the point where with the Ravens and their issues and Lamar, Action possi- Lamar Jackson possibly being out for the next couple weeks, the Bengals are in a solid position to possibly win that division. Mm-mm-mm. Which I don't think any of us really saw at the beginning of the year, especially with us hoping that Lamar Jackson was going to, you know, be MVP caliber and worth $250 million guaranteed. So, um, now granted, his defense also hadn't helped him and they blown a bunch of fourth quarter leads, but we're still hoping that team will look a lot better than they do. Um, correct. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine when they say he got hurt, I couldn't imagine, um, <clears throat> you know, being Deshaun, I mean, not Deshaun, being a Lamar, Mm-hmm. And being your own agent, <laughs> yeah, where his mind went like, dang, you... I bet on myself. Now I'm hurt, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I mean, you're right. They tied. They're tied in the AFC North. I mean, <laughs> yep. You know, looks like it's the biggest pulled... division to win. They just pulled somebody up. The Ravens just pulled somebody up for quarterback. Um, I forgot who it was. If somebody never mm. heard of before, I was like, oh, no. Well, who? Because I know Huntley's been their backup. They just pulled uh, somebody up. Let me see. I'm looking at the wrong game. It would have been. Oh, well, so he. So it's not whoever their backup was this week, right? First call Ravens add QB in case Lamar Jackson can't face Steelers. So they probably added a backup. Oh, okay, yeah. Because Huntley's been their backup uh, for a couple years now. Yeah, um, we the other black quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's the Ravens. We see another black quarterback in the preseason. You're like, oh, mm. Lamar, no, 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 Lamar. no, oh, no. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, I just want the boy to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So do I. And you know, this don't help. You it know doesn't. What I'm but, but if they continue to suck, then it makes them look a lot better because the Ravens won't be bad enough to get one of those top uh top quarterbacks unless they you know sell the farm to go get them but they're not going to do that because they have Lamar Jackson exactly pay the man right also um, Jimmy G out for the year uh, out for the year that's crazy yeah that's crazy uh, <clears throat> I was hoping the game would be a lot better especially with Mike McDaniel returning to uh, his old stomping grounds in San Francisco uh, but the 49ers it, I still believe that and again, I hate to say this. Sorry, Trey. But the best thing that happened to them was Trey Lance getting hurt because they've been absolutely balling since then. Now, I don't know that Brock Purdy is going to be the one to get, continue to get the job done. But yeah. if you ask me, the job ain't that hard to do if Jimmy Garoppolo is doing it with that I'm defense. Dead. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Stay in on this man. What they call him, uh, Brock, uh, Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah, he was the last pick of the draft. Yeah, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. You know, hey, K 
came in there, <laughs> managed the game. If right. there's anybody to learn under, it's Jimmy G in managing man- the game, game management. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he don't give you too many mistakes, too mm-hmm. many penalties, too many turnovers. Like, just manage the game. Just be a placeholder, right. okay? If you know anything, <laughs> you like, see what look, Jimmy G done did. Look, it's, it's literally the situation of, all right, look, here's the keys <laughs> to the bus. The bus is already in motion. All you got to do is put your hands there. Don't turn this way. Don't turn that way. Just keep okay. going and don't okay. mess up. That's all okay, you got to do. I'm, only pl- I'm just playing into Mervin's little, you know, his sports commentary. Come on now. Jimmy G done did something. That took his team to two Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls has Dak took his team to, Mervin? None. Okay. How many quarterback? Jim- how many? How many Super Bowls has Dak won? Okay. Zero. No, answer the question. Answer the Zero. question. How many Super Bowls has Jimmy G won? Thank you. Taking your team to a Super Bowl you're still right. has an you're impact, right. no, obviously. Right. The, San Francisco just dropped out of the race in the NFC for uh, the playoffs. Because good. at the end of the day, you have your placeholder, but you still need a quarterback that can make a play when a play is needed. Mm-hmm. And one thing Jimmy G has done. In his few seasons, <laughs> leading mm-hmm. 49ers, because they could not get rid of him until he broke his foot, was when they needed him to make a play, he mm-hmm. made a play. Right. All right. But let's also- they, have a, they have a great offense. They have a great offensive play caller. Like, you, you need somebody who you're can right. make they have the a lot play of, when needed. You're right. And they have a lot of good pieces. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, they have a stellar defense. But the issue is, he's not the guy. Let's all just remember... They were trying to get rid of him at the beginning of the season. Let's not act like that wasn't the case. That's all I'm saying. And maybe Brock Purdy comes in and, you know, outshines both of them and is a starter next year. Who knows? But Jimmy G ain't the guy. I'll stand on it. Ain't the guy. Oh, wait. Jimmy G does have Super Bowls. No, that, that, think about it. When he was with the Patriots. So. Starting. Starting, relax. Nope, that's nope. How many okay. Super Bowls Jimmy G got? All right. And how many does Dak got? How many did he start in? None. Jimmy got more than Dak. Okay. Listen. Well, let's move. Listen. On. I'm trying to say you're a stat is now if you were on a team. <laughs> now you're playing if, that game. If you relax. were on Tom Brady's team, listen. If <laughs> you were on Tom Brady's team as a backup, and your team won said Super Bowls. And then you went to another team and led your team to Super Bowls. I think that helps to your stat. I mean, at the end of the day, on his repertoire, it will be a Super Bowl champion quarterback. Yes, will, they will call him Super Bowl champion. And he nobody, led, and without, and without, without, the, without the greatest of all time, he led t- two other teams. And we're one of the, the best defenses we've ever seen. Yes, correct. But you be you be sleep on Jimmy G, okay? You be you be trying to oh, you be you be giving him a hard time for no reason. Jimmy G is better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> hold on now, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Now you being real disrespectful. If we look at the stats, <laughs> now you being wait 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 wait. Okay, let me let me do it your hold way. <laughs> you said, and this is true, wins and losses are a quarterback stat. Yes. So if you look at the stats and wins and losses, who is a better quarterback, Jimmy G or Dak Prescott? Jimmy G by a landslide, by a landslide of wins losses. You oh you oh, you want to look that up? 
Yes, all right, let's see. Up, all right, all right. I'm gonna look up Jimmy G's. You look okay. up Dak Prescotts. Girl, you you getting real disrespectful now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 49ers. I need whole career. Let's see. And make sure you Hello. type in as a starter. Uh-uh. I said career record. Does uh-uh. that look up Dak's career record? Well, okay, as a as a starter, okay. Oh Lord. You said Dak started every game, not his rookie season? Yes, he did. He did? Yes. Every Except, he started every game his rookie season? Yeah. Didn't Romo got hurt Didn't. week three of the uh of the preseason. That's why Dak was. Oh, in week three of the preseason, yeah. yes. Okay. All right. Uh I hope this is just not 49ers. All right, uh, you ready? Yes. What's Dak Prescott's stat? Win losses. Fifty five and thirty-three. Yeah, this is just 49ers. Okay, no, 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 no. give me that too. This says starter. Give me that too. No, I think this says starter. We got percentage. That's fine. Who is this? Okay, no, no, no. This is his career. Jim Garoppolo is forty and seventeen. Okay, so what's that? Seventy percent. Okay, hold on. Forty divided by fifty-seven. Oh my god. Seventy percent. Okay. That's I just said seventy percent. I'm looking at the percentage right here, like yards, all that. Okay. Okay. What's Dak's win percentage? 62%. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, Jimmy G, actually, that's not... I actually saw a record where Jimmy G is, uh, it's a crazy stat. Jimmy G's up there with like big time quarterbacks for like most wins or best record or something like that mm-hmm. with uh, NFL quarterbacks. He's actually up there in the record books, actually. Mm-hmm. Why you be trying to clown on Jimmy G name? When you look at wins losses, who who better, Mervin? Jimmy G or Dak Prescott? What did we just find Let's out? At, okay. Jimmy G. Let's, no, as a starter, you well, said now you want to add something else. Ask, no, what no, else no. you want me to look up, Mervin? No, no, no. What here's else? The, here's the thing. <laughs> I know why you're doing this. You're doing <laughs> this to bother me. <laughs> you're doing this because I'm wearing a Dak jersey right now. That's the only reason we're doing this because you know it's going to get under my skin. You know, You know what irks me. I know the play you're running, and I can't stop it right now. That's the only thing bothering me. Because you know good and well, I, and you don't believe that. You don't believe that, Ashley. I don't believe what? That Jimmy G has you a better record that, than no. Dak Prescott as a starter? You don't, you don't believe that Jimmy G is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. You don't believe that. I know you don't believe I that. Believe because I know, I know I be- you, and you're one of the, I've said it before, you're one of the smartest people I know. You get mad at me for hot takes, and you know I get mad at you for yours. You don't believe that Jimmy G is a better starting quarterback. You're I'll, saying it uh- because he beat us in the playoffs last year, because he's actually got to the Super Bowl, which is your only, your only talking point. You know good and well that all you're doing point, is trying to get under my skin. What about the seventy percentage win percentage as a starter? You're, tr- you're getting under my skin. That's all you're trying to do here. Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> as a starter. Listen, all I'm saying is, if we look at the wins and losses, Jimmy Garoppolo, as I mentioned, I forgot the stat. I should have saved it because I know all the mess you talk about, Jimmy. When it comes to wins and losses as a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo is up there in the league of his own. You know what I'm saying? With, well, not a league of his own, but a league of, you know, elite level players. A league that Dak is not in. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 40 and 17, Dak can't say the same. That's all I'm saying. You told me to look at the stats as a starter. That's what you told me to do. Mm-hmm. I so I just did what you told me to do. And after that, the deduction. No, the de- I have after, to say, after we no, looked at the numbers. I have to say as a starter because then you're going to start giving me Tom Brady's record in there, too. <laughs> That's exactly why I have to say that. And you know this. Um, 
but as we were looking at the numbers, I'm just saying. And we're just gonna we're just gonna okay. conveniently can, walk can past the fact quick? that that the Cowboys had the number one offense last year, and since Dak has been back this year, they've also had the number one offense again. That's true. We're just gonna conveniently look past that. That's true. But you know what the what the Cowboys are? That I will always say they are and have been inconsistent. That's what that is true. Jimmy Garoppolo has been Mr. Consistent. That's the difference. Well, you need a quarterback. Right. You the, need a quarterback that's not going to get y'all these penalties. Uh, Dak's offense cannot say the same. Mervin. You're right. No. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because he's mm-hmm. the issue is he's the complete opposite of Jameis. Jameis will give you some highs and some lows. Jimmy is going to keep you on a flat line. I give him that much. <laughs> but when you need something spectacular to happen, he's not the guy. That's all I'm saying. Because keep in mind. You want to talk about the Super? You want to right, talk about that Super Bowl? The 49ers should have won that Super Bowl against the Chiefs. He had a man wide open for a touchdown that would have put them up three scores. I don't recall. And he missed. Don't act like that didn't also happen. I don't recall. I just know my boy Patty Mahomes, aka Baby Goat, won a Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm just gonna say, if you're gonna tell the story, tell the whole story. Anyways, Jimmy G is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott in terms of record as a starter. <laughs> so much. Okay, right. moving on. Black Twitter was in an uproar for this one. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders went from the swack. Mr. I am swack went to mm-hmm. the Pac-12. Well... How do we feel about this? Deion Sanders was at Jackson State, a historically black college and university, Mm -hmm. for three seasons. Uh, Jackson State went out this year undefeated. Swag champions. Second year in a row, yeah. Second year in a row, undefeated. Swag champions. um, You know, big-time programs, celebrities. At Jackson State, every home game, homecoming big. They had P. Valley there recently. P. Diddy. Uh, Rick Ross, uh, Snoop Dogg, Two Chains, everybody in a mama that been at Jackson State mm-hmm. this season in the last few seasons that Deion Sanders coach prime them in there. Well, you know, the black folks was loving it. You know, HBCU football is being put on the national stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Hunter, the number one prospect uh, coming out of high school, decided to switch his recruitment to Jackson State. Well, decided to choose Jackson State. So he got the number one recruit in the country playing for Jackson State, and they just lights out, okay, literally demolishing teams Mm -hmm. when they come to town, okay. And, well, you know, all that national attention, obviously. (laughs) Coach Prime in in the media, you know, that power five offer came, and he took the first one he got. Well, I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was the first one, but, but, yeah. but, But, hey. Colorado came knocking and he said, mm, five million? Mm, yeah. Yeah, let me take that. Thank you for saying that, because that's exactly where I'm about to start. Oh uh, yeah. He uh left his three hundred thousand uh, dollar a year gig and um went over there and got that five million at Colorado. And some folks is mad, some folks understand. So mm-hmm. maybe which side do you fall under? I've said it before. I ain't going to never, <laughs> under under certain circumstances, I ain't going to never get mad at a man for going to get his money. And you're right. 
Deion did a lot at Jackson State. A lot of good mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Had him on, you know, had him in the spotlight. College game day was out there for the Boombox Classic, all that stuff. Everybody was happy with him there. But you got to remember, this is a business. Let's start there. $300,000 a year. And Dion was donating a lot of that money. Oh, yeah. Half of it he was He was donating coaches. a lot of that money. Another half went to facilities. And this is, and let's be clear, this is not a knock on Jackson State. Pretty clear that they don't have the resources to pay a coach $5 million like a Pac-12 school does. So it's not really their fault. But when that opportunity comes, I'm not mad at him for taking it. And then you think about the fact that he's not elevating just himself. He's elevating his kids. He's elevating other kids that were on Jackson State's roster that he's probably going to bring with him across the country to Colorado. And they're now going to be on a Pac-12 roster going against some of the better schools in the nation. The And, and you got to think about it. The Being at Jackson State, the SWAC is one of the better conferences. Well, it's as far as the HBCUs are concerned. HBCU, yes. It is the SBC. it's the premier conference. The MEAC yes. is good, but the SWAC is right there, right? Uh is is that number one. Uh when you got them, P V, Southern, you know, Gramlin playing on the in the Bayou Classic every year and all this stuff. But it's only so far you can go. Right? Which is is unfortunate thing to say, uh, but it, it's only so far that you could go in that level. But you go out to, you know, 1A, you know, uh, FCS, and now, or FBS, sorry. And now there's other levels and other heights that you can reach. And then it's also a tough thing to say that, okay, I'm happy for Dion to come here and be a creating opportunities. But if you're going to be pro-black and pro-us getting opportunities, then you got to be okay with him leaving Jackson State and going into a position where, we are only 10%, if that much. I think it's actually it's less than 10%. We are making – we got to be okay with us leveling up and making more opportunities for ourselves and other people that look like us. You mean only 10% as in black college black coach, coaches? Yes, black, black college head coaches, yes. Mm-hmm. We got to be okay with us saying, okay, look, thank you for what you did here, but that opportunity is there, and we need more representation there. Especially when, as Dion said, and it's going to be in one of these clips, you go in the locker room, and sixty-five to 70% of the locker room looks like me and you. Well, go ahead, play it. And the since, coach, yeah. Since we already there, go ahead, play it. The thing that alarms me the most is just because I'm leaving Jackson, they think that I'm leaving African-American. I don't know if you noticed or not, but I'm black. <laughs> I can never leave who I am and what I am and how I am and how I go about being that. So it is still my task to look in that locker room and see 65 to 70% of African-American men trying to help them get to the next level, as well as all the others. My calling is for young men, young women, and people of all walks of life, all social climates and all ethnicities. That's my calling. My calling is not built on a location. It's built on a destination. Now, that was good. You're supposed to clap for that. <laughs> Shoot. Darn it, that was good. You give me some of my good stuff. We just we just getting started. I already went in the bag, baby. Let's go. First of all, that last line was that last line was a banger. Uh, I mean the whole I thought I thought the whole thing was a banger. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Dion speaks so well. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, he got a point. 
he he has a a big point. It's not like not to bring other people into this, but he's not like he's OJ out here saying I'm not black. You know, I'm OJ. I'm or, OJ. <laughs> you know, some of those other people who you know don't identify with their blackness, which that's their prerogative. He's pretty full. It's pretty clear that he is a black man and he is full black and pro black and he's bringing that to you know another level we already know what it's like at the hbcu the the blackness is already there we know what we can do but it's also you got to remember it's about making other people understand that we belong here just the same as far as he's concerned okay okay you said we know what we can do Mm -hmm. i think um when it comes to competing at competing, not competing, obviously on a national level with the Alabamas or the Georgias mm-hmm. or whatnot, but sharing the national spotlight. I think Dion showed people that the HBCU stage can share, yeah. you know, the spotlight. Cause what does NFL network do right now? They got the HBCU, uh, combine, mm-hmm. um, recently added, uh, the I celebration bowl is a new thing. Celebration bowl is a new thing. Like, HBCUs can be on the national stage. And D.I. showed you the blueprint. What we need now is other black celebrities, other black uh, famous. Okay, now everybody can't be a D.I. They come through and just immediately turn over a program and make the program a national contender. Although he has shown the blueprint, especially with the transfer portal being the way it is now. But I think this should encourage other black celebrities and whatnot to keep donating to these HBCUs yes. because the reason why <laughs> it was so easy for him to leave for a power five offer is uh i can leave make actual money mm-hmm. my assistant coaches make actual money right you know what i'm saying and it's better facilities better all that like that's what these HBCUs need we all know hbcus are severely underfunded yes so now people looking at di like oh you left now we going back to struggling. Well, you know, I think Dion, like for the three years he was there, did an incredible job yeah. at Jackson State. Oh my God, incredible job! Like, like we mentioned, everything that's new, like HBCUs are a national stage yeah. now. But somebody gotta pick up the torch, you know. Right. Somebody, somebody gotta gotta pick it up and go after the blueprint in which he made. Like he showed you how to do it he right. shows you it could be successful now somebody else needs to invest and you know carry that forward and if i'm sure if they were just like Dion, you know what i'm saying him as a coach don't mean he can't you know help invest or put get together right. an adventure or something like i know which he's already done um i know jackson state i think the only other team that had more uniform combos than jackson state was oregon which says a lot that says a lot because when he first got there, it, I still remember he, it was a uh, it was a few months ago. But he was talking about you know things at Jackson State that he you know helped to change, like the facilities weren't that great, um, you know it, you know just a bunch of other stuff that comes with being underfunded. Uh, but he was talking about the uniforms and the fact that none of the players had names on their back, mm-hmm. and it's just it's you know small stuff like that. He was like, look, I, if school can't do it, I'll pay my money to put names on the back, and he even offered to do it for the entire conference. Like, it's just, like I said, it's small stuff like that, but it makes that big difference. That shows, like you said, you get people to invest in it, and then you can see that the product becomes better because you get people to invest in it. The facilities are better. The situation is better. You might get more guys like Travis Hunter that say, you know what? 
even if there's not a Dion there or a Hugh Jackson at Grambling, you can say, you know what, I'm going to go the HBCU route and I'm going to, you know, do what I'm going to do there and help bring it up because, you know, some of those players are good enough to where they can get those teams on national TV and they can get those teams in the spotlight. And you start getting more and more and you get that ball rolling and then that exposure is there again. Right. But I also think, you know, our black athletes could also, you know, now I can't tell nobody to do with their money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or how to make their money eventually. Yeah. Right. But could also, you know, lend a helping hand to some of these places. Because remember, Deion Sanders, the granite, the man's rich. He got a lot of money. But he didn't play in the league in the time they're in the league now. In the league now, bruh, making buku money. Oh, yeah. Buku money. Like, y'all can set aside a couple dollars. Donate million dollars to facility right. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, but yeah, no. Dion laid the blueprint. It's just for somebody to go ahead and follow it. You know, at another school, I feel like Jackson State. Like, you know, they should like <laughs> they should be able to. I'm sure Dion didn't just leave the program to just suffer. Right. I'm sure they are. He's put in steps to where somebody else could leave behind him and be as. Not as successful, but be successful. Right. But somebody else needs to go to another school and do the same thing. That's just what that is. But for the people saying, well, maybe if HBCUs weren't so, uh, maybe if y'all, uh, the alumni donated, stuff like that. Even with... The alumni donate. The, let me tell you something. Even with uh, PWIs, they say uh, about 10% of alumni donate. Yeah. Like, that's not how, that's not the total reason yeah. or how schools succeed and stuff like that. Definitely not. Big donors... Right. You know, um, endowments like crazy stuff. But yeah, HBCUs are severely underfunded. And I believe, you know, not getting politics, but you know, um, mm-hmm. yep. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. we're going to save you from any more trouble. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yes, um, we've, we've seen where HBCU sports can go and let's, mm-hmm. let's, Hey, Dion showed us how, how the, do it. Let's mm-hmm. let's get there. Celebrities, don't stop visiting these HBCUs. Right. Don't stop donating to the HBCUs. And please, can we donate to other HBCUs other than the big ones? All right. The ones There's that more are than used just Howard. The donation. There's more than just Hampton. There's more than There's just Spelman. A... There's right. more than just Mel- Morehouse. Like, let's... They're everywhere. Right. Tuskegee, Stillman. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's spread it out. Mm-hmm. You know, Jarvis, you know, let's spread it out. Anyways... Um, but this, yeah, I have this other one. Oh there. yeah, so so when Dion got there, <laughs> Dion was talking to the kids. This is before this the clip we about to play another clip. This this is him in his press conference. But before when he got there, he was talking to the kids, and he basically said, <laughs> "Well, the transfer portal's open. <laughs> I mean, hop, you know, in hop in there." He said, "Cause I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Louie. Oh my God, this man said, and it's Louie. Now buy his luggage, y'all." Uh, he means his players, mm-hmm. but because because of the new transfer portal, you can literally go from one school to the next and be playing the next season, right. which is about to happen for you know his players. So uh, at the press conference, Dion, now mind you, Dion got two sons on Jackson State team: Shadur, which is the quarterback, and mm-hmm. Sh- Shiloh. Shiloh. Yeah, Shiloh, which is a safety, I believe. Uh, and this is what he said in his um, press conference: Son, Junior, stand up. Uh, yeah. He does all our social media, so all the stuff you've been seeing, that, that's him. The profanity is him as well. Is it? Where is, uh, where is Shador? Shador? 
and this is your quarterback. All right. He's going to have to earn it, don't believe that. He's, he's going to have to earn it. Yeah, the quarterback's going to have to earn it. The safety made me mad, so I didn't bring him. His, his brother. He's in my doghouse right now. Y'all, they said that his son, this what the, this what they were saying on Twitter. On Twitter, they said that his son, you know, was salty that he left, you know, so his daddy mm -hmm. said, well, you can stay here with these facilities. And I was like, okay, well, I don't oh. know if that happened, but uh, I'm very interested to see if Shiloh makes his move over to Colorado. I'm sure they'll figure thinking, it out. I was thinking, if I'm a player, now granted, you being in Jackson, Mississippi, you know, that's one way to live, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, if I was a player and my coach was like, hey, we moving to uh, Boulder, Colorado. You know, I, I might say, you know what? <laughs> I, might, I might just stay out here and sip, you know what I'm saying? Start making my way for myself, you know? Appreciate your pops. Making my way downtown. I appreciate, yeah. the, I appreciate the opportunity, but um, it's, uh, it's a lot uh, darker down here. Uh, I think I'm going to just stay over here and uh, let you have that. And we'll meet up on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking that definitely. Um, I was like, um, would I want to go to Boulder, Colorado? Right. What was, what was Colorado on the Pac-12 this year? The bottom? Uh, horrible 12? enough to be looking for a new coach. Twelve? <laughs> oh. Let me see. Let's go to the Pac-12. Now it's not gonna be easy, y'all, with him going over there to the Pac-12. Um. At all. Colorado's overall record was why is it not there? Oh well they went one and eight in the in the oh in the pack twelve they went one and eleven overall. Yeah. They were bad. Yeah. So well, that's why they were looking for a new coach. <laughs> well, uh it's not gonna be easy for Coach Prime over there at all. It's not. At all, at all, at all. We're gonna see Shadur was lights out. In the swag, mm -hmm. impeccable quarterback. We're gonna see if that translates over to some power five football, you know what I'm saying? Um, Travis Hunter gets to shine, you know, on the power five stage, which we, you know, a lot of people expected him to do anyways mm -hmm. when he came out of high school. So, um, we'll see. It is a great opportunity for Coach Prime, like we said. Uh, was y'all expecting him to stay there for 50 years? Although the mm -hmm. memes and everything on Twitter have been hilarious. When I tell y'all, I have been cracking up. But then, you know, I could see coming from a spot of a coach betrayed me, us, you know, Mervin, but you uh, don't care because you're a Texas fan. Right. And um, I, knew, I knew as soon as Charlie got fired, he was gone. So, yeah. Coming from a coach that betrayed me, you know, Tom Herman, I'm um, talking to you, wherever you are. Um, Tom Herman actually told you of age he wasn't going nowhere. Just like someone did a few years before that. And he left to go to Texas. That was betrayal. Uh, Dion had done interviews where they said, if a power five offer comes, he'd be like, I'm happy to entertain it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to entertain it. it. That's what he did. Yeah. Old interviews have resurfaced where he was like, I'm happy to entertain it. I mean, five. now what's funny about this uh, million is Colorado acting like HBCU. We ain't got it right now, but uh, we'll have it. Y'all got <laughs> it. <laughs> You're the no, university they no. said they don't have his salary, but they will have it. I'm thinking, no, that's what they really said. No, I know. I saw the video. But they're the state school of Colorado. They'll figure it out. 
yeah, they'll figure it out. But I think it's coming from maybe some donors, some you know, some you know, they'll they'll figure yeah. it out. But uh, you know, they have the real HBCU wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got it right now, but uh, but, uh <laughs> we'll, we'll hey, have it for you. Hey, here's your check, but don't cash that till Thursday. <laughs> But no, shout out to Coach Prime. But yeah, um, I mean, even if I did disagree with Coach Prime, I couldn't say much because I didn't go to HBCU. I saw somebody take the said For those of y'all who got a lot to say, have you supported HBCU? Have you now? Right. Have I supported an HBCU? Yes, you know what I'm saying. I'm going to HBCU events, you know, giving my money, you know, to see go to these mm-hmm. events and whatnot. You know what I'm saying. I'm in a, a historically black sorority, but um, yeah, I have not went to an HBCU. Um, I'm not giving my money. I have not, you know, donated to a school. So, you know, mm-hmm. I can't really say much. But in terms of a black man, you know, being successful and leveling up in his career, why would I be against it? Right. You know, unless he did some shysty. Okay. Then we got but a yeah. problem. Right. Yeah. Anyways, shout well, to Coach Prime. Uh, shout to Jackson State, though, for being, you know, and I, the memes uh coach Prime was on the sideline dancing or something and mm-hmm. said oh we can't wait to get this in colorado somebody said uh he ain't be dancing yeah. like this in no nickelback right <laughs> <laughs> oh for real like it's not gonna be the it's same. not gonna be the same man relax relax it's not. guys you want to see not. him find him in a club because it ain't gonna be at the football <laughs> but you never know he could you know he bring his players with him some of his coaches he could go in there and shift the culture uh, it won't be immediately winning, though. It will not. I it will not. Although, especially with USC and UCLA leaving for the Big Ten, probably. Yes. And then somebody said, um, "Where do I see it at?" Um. Oh, a source at Colorado tells me over two hundred recruits and portal transfers have reached out in the last twelve hours. Some of, of them are four and five star caliber players. So if he can, the uh, early signing day is December twenty first, I think. If he, yeah, but I say it's a lot of it's a lot of big names out there, so we'll see. I was gonna say if he didn't have a quarterback already, Hudson Card just entered entered into the portal, so um, yeah. he don't want no Hudson Card. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, um, shout out to Coach Prime and shout out to Jackson State, shout out to HBCU football. I hope you know. Listen, Coach Prime, he set the stage. Mm-hmm. Shout out to places, you know, like we said, Celebration Bowl, the HBCU Combine. Like, people have been doing their part to help elevate HBCUs, mm-hmm. but we need more people to do their part to help elevate, elevate HBCU sports, too. Because for these sports to be predominantly black, these predominantly black schools should also have a say in making money and, you know, national TV right. time and stuff like that. And for those of you saying that HBCUs do not accept white people, that is not true. But yes, they do. <laughs> yes, that is not true. Hispanics they do. Too. They they accept everybody. They well, Somebody, one legally they have to accept. You know, they right? can't just not say you can come in because of your race. But two, Somebody they said, accept well, if y'all, They say if y'all accept everybody, y'all wouldn't be struggling. They do accept everybody. Okay. Gosh, it's historically, historically black colleges yes. and universities. Okay. You had that, to get that name, I think, before 1964. Not, your school had to be established before that time. Like, that was back at a time where... Where there was a reason there were black colleges. <laughs> thank you. Thank don't, you. Don't get me started on that, because we'll be thank here for another you. 15 minutes. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Well, uh, did you see my note? Take a break? Yes, I did. Take a break. <laughs> we'll be back. This is Mervyn Wright, Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. 
Well, hello. What's going on, good people? This is Mervin. That's Ashley. We're back from our quick little break. It's the second half of the show. Uh, we ain't got too much more to talk about, but I think Ashley had to go tinkle, so that's why she wanted to take a break. Um, I so, tell my business. Oh, you tell my, my business all the my time. My intimate business. You tell my business, my intimate business all the time. Every time. You got, you, do you have business? You get on here and tell everybody your business. Do I do that? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I do or not. You attempt Remember to. Remember, get on here and tell, tell y'all about what he ate this morning, okay. where he done went last week. Do I do that? Absolutely not. But every time I would say I need to take a break. Oh, you got to go pee? That's you. And that's not why I took a break. Thank you very much. Whatever. That's the, my why story, my and that's business. what I'm going to go with. Why you all in my business? Why don't you mind yours? And the little bit you got. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Actually, maybe I got a lot of business if y'all want me to tell it. Ooh, tea (laughs) time. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Speaking of, real quick, (laughs) it's not getting mentioned a lot today because America is out, but uh, the World Cup is still going on. And as we're recording this, Spain and Morocco are locked in a dogfight there in extra time. Um... And apparently they are ten miles apart from uh, from each other, so that's a little fun, little neighborly rivalry there. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. I'm a nerd. I thought that was cool. And America got beat by the Netherlands because we can't play defense for some reason. Uh, Ashley, would you like to to start? Oh, we got to talk about LeBron James and the T.J. Holmes thing. Ashley, would you like to start this? Or wow. Would you? Wow. Wow. If you just want me to be the full-time host, just say that. No, but I'm going to let you. Just say that. I, look, I know what I. But they got is, titles for reasons. Just say that. Fine. No, okay. it's okay. Oh, oh, right. oh, hold on. But when I said read the whole title, now it was, it, it was an issue. No, 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 no. Mervin, I would read the title. I would say LeBron James. Talk about Jerry Jones or something like that. Here you go. Uh. Well, no, no, no. Here we go. LeBron James calls out the media in the culture segment, TJ Holmes and Amy Robot. Here you go. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. What does the asterisk say? Oh, you got to read it all. Oh, oh, oh. That's you. You don't even read it. You don't read none of it. You just say LeBron and whatever. We it's already okay. said earlier. What it's okay. About. It's okay. Maybe the commercial break, they forgot. You know, because all the commercials we got. Not my fault. Because we paid, you know, booked and busy. Not my fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry we got too many commercials, y'all. If y'all want us to bring it down, <laughs> you know, donate, you know. Please, actually, please. <laughs> Why are you joking? <laughs> please do. Anyways, uh, yes. Uh, LeBron James called out the media. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about it last week. Because we was going to talk about it. Now, Mervyn may have let it slip through the cracks, but not I. Not I said to cat. Well, last week we talked about it, you know, the picture of Jerry Jones amongst a group of segregationists denying six African-Americans access to desegregate their school. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a, a time in history. Okay? And Jerry Jones was on the wrong side of it in the picture. And his explanation for it was I was just there to see what was going on. And then it went away. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, LeBron has something to say. <laughs> At practice, after practice, the media asked was asking LeBron questions, and LeBron was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Now, 
Well, I'll let you play the clip and then we'll mm -hmm. get to it. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. And he got up and walked away. Well, does he not have a point though? He, I see where I see his point. Mm. But I think that part Says of it the is the guy with the Cowboys jersey right, on. Continue. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm saying I think that it's an unfair comparison, comparing him, comparing him being asked about Kyrie and him being asked about Jerry because obviously Kyrie and LeBron James have a, I don't know if you would still call it a relationship, but you know, they played, they played together. On the same they're playing on the same team, won championships together. Uh, and they were friends at one point, you know, even if they're not now, but LeBron has never played for the Cowboys has never worked for Jerry Jones or anything like that. So it's like, but LeBron does have a relationship with Jerry Jones. Used to. Does he not? Used to. Yeah. He that, used to have fair. a relationship with yeah. Kyrie Irving. Right. But I mean, <laughs> so but I'm is saying, it not? It's, it's, it's noted already that LeBron isn't a Cowboys fan anymore because right. of, you know, the kneeling situation. So stuff, wouldn't so. that make you want to ask him the question even more? I don't, look, I don't know. Because don't LeBron isn't a Cowboys fan because of how Jerry Jones and the Cowboys organization mm -hmm. responded to the Colin Kaepernick right. kneeling situation, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. So would it and not be even more appetizing for the media to ask about it? Uh, yeah. It's why LeBron and Jerry Jones no longer have a relationship. Possibly. Right? And I can so, see but, that. And it's, it's, okay. but it's, and it's also not a football. A football uh, I'm sorry, it's not a basketball matter. Okay, well, pause. LeBron gets asked about all matters. You're right. You're right. It all matters. Literally, every when LeBron is speaking out, like sometimes he does it on his own, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you know, other times, like people are literally asking him about these matters. LeBron has been asked about football before. LeBron was a Cowboys fan. Everybody knew LeBron was a Cowboys fan. You know, LeBron had a relationship with Jerry Jones, and he has publicly spoken about how he doesn't have an issue with Jerry Jones. When the kneeling thing was going on at NFL, they were asking LeBron about mm -hmm. it. That was a non-basketball related issue. So why would they not ask him about the no, Jerry no, Jones I mean, situation? I, Is that I not on the same playing field? You're, I see what you're saying. I, look, 
Okay. And I can, right, and so again, I can see, and, and, and let me just say this also. I can see why LeBron would say that. Because like you said, he does speak about other things. And he is LeBron James. He, right or wrong, whether you like the man or not, some in some instances, he is the face of black people. Right? Or at, so... At, so but, the owner so of his former favorite so football team, you don't think you would so ask what him I'm about that? So what I'm saying is, just like you earlier, I can see both <laughs> sides of it. I can see okay. why he was, I can see why he wasn't asked, but I can see why he maybe could have been asked about it. You know? Okay, yeah. I can see both sides too. I'll just give you a hard time. Right, but also, you. I'm giving you a hard time because, you know, do you, do you, okay, I'm just going to interpret what LeBron may have been saying. That, you know, seems to him as if the Jerry Jones thing was swept under the rug. Right. And Do you think that's accurate? It kind of was for something of this magnitude <laughs> and, and what in the basis of why of what was going on in that picture, you know, right outside the frame. It wasn't the best look. And granted, I think he get, he might be getting a little past because he looked curious and his mouth wasn't open screaming the N-word at anybody, if that's what he was doing. Right. That's, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's kind of what's happening. And then right. it, it kind of helps Sherry's case when you're running the biggest organization in the world, well, the most profitable organization in the world, uh, and the biggest league in the world, and your team just keeps going out and beating people. Uh, right. You have less time to really ask him about that because you know Jerry's going to talk more about football right now. Right. So let's but move but, to but hold on. But wait, real quick. wait. Hold on. You, I, right where you just said, he said, let's talk about football right now. Let's move to football. And as it relates to, you know, the situation, what do you say to the people who say, you know, Jerry Jones has still yet to hire a black coach? I'm right there with him. Mm. I don't like the, I don't like the, the fact that he hasn't, mm. I'm right there with him. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. What were you expecting yes. me to, to defend that or something? No. Y'all just nervous. Murphy be real quiet when it comes to the Cowboys, <laughs> no, but all these other organizations, he but, got something to but say. I will say real uh, quiet. I will say this though. Uh, LeBron kind of made it sound like we just never talked about it. It was talked about widely. It wasn't talked about a lot. They, no, and no, it, LeBron it, said, "Why didn't they ask him?" No, well, no, you're right. But I'm saying he he said it, it was it was like no, I, like I, they went I, on the tickers. I, like we it I, wasn't I, talked I, about nationally. Skip and Shannon talked about. You watch Skip and Shannon. You know they talked about it. Yes. I watched first take. I know that they talked about it. Those yes. are the two the, the two it, shows. The thing is, it went away. Yes, it did. When the Kyrie thing happened, hey, it was talked about I'm, every single I'm day. Not was saying, it not? It was. But let's yes. let's not act I think like, that's the difference. Let's not act like the Nets weren't part of the issue here. Because that that yeah. that charade right. did not did not help right. that story go away at all. And right. and I'm and let's let's be clear here. I'm not saying this is right at all, but when's, but let's not act like, so we got Jerry Jones here, you know, you had Robert Kraft with the situation, with the Orchids of Asia, you had Jim Mersey out here getting a whole DUI and nobody talks about it because it's the NFL owners. I'm not saying it's right at all, but let's not act like this isn't par for the course when it comes to NFL ownership and are stuff coming saying, up and just going away. I'm not again. Are you saying they're part of some type of elite mafia? Oh, uh, like strings everywhere, low key running America. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I am saying that they're each of them are one of 31 faces 
that runs a billion, 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 billion dollar organization that is only rivaled on Sundays by people going to church. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's true. It, it, money can't buy happiness, but it can't buy silence. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Listen, people be like, more money, more problems. I want to find that. You're right. Let me, let me try to figure that out, please. <laughs> please. I want to find out. Lord, please. Okay. Now we can move on. Uh, but yes. Um, hey, I believe LeBron James is the greatest player of all time for reasons on and off the court. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so let's get to the culture segment. Uh, y'all, we are talking the Good Morning Affair. <laughs> <laughs> I think was that who wrote that? Was it Page Yo, Six? That's good. It was either that's Page good. Six or Daily Mail. You know, I've been all in the blog that since this though, since this wow. thing happened. But it was Page Six or Daily Mail that wrote that. I think it was Page Six and Daily Mail are the are the people who dropped this story. Uh-huh. But um. T.J. Holmes uh-huh. and Amy Robach. Is that how you say her name? I don't know. Some people are like, y'all didn't know I say her name. Listen, I watch I sports. don't watch GMA3. <laughs> <laughs> I, might get, I might get the first GMA. Don't get me wrong. Especially growing up, I, I, being at my grandparents' house when I went to school, GMA was a, a vital part of my childhood. But the second and third one, nah. We watching Jeopardy confused. by that point. A, okay. So like, does the second and third one come on on TV or just on the yeah, streaming site? Yeah. So matter of fact, uh, so GMA three comes on at twelve o'clock our time. Oh, so it comes on actual TV. Yes. So okay. hold on, let, let me quick scroll, quick scroll, quick scroll. Sorry. So G, speaking in Central Time, our time, uh, the first one comes on the one with George Stephanopoulos and all this stuff. The the big one comes on at seven, and then. Oh, I thought it was the second one. So, yeah, it's the third one. Why it's called three, I don't know. But it comes on at 12 o'clock our time. Mm. Yeah. So, it's later in the day when people are already doing other stuff. Yeah. Like, watching Jeopardy or The Price is Right. Yeah. What day, what day did this come out, this news, this tea? Uh, so, the first tweet I sent you was... It wasn't Saturday. It was a while ago. It was. It was definitely a few days ago. Uh, the first thing I saw was Friday. Friday. Yeah, I that's the first the time I think I saw Friday. you. I sent you. Yes. Yeah. So, Friday, the tea come out that TJ Holmes. Now I've seen TJ Holmes on the actual Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. That's how I know who TJ Holmes is. Um, TJ Holmes and Amy Robot were on some vacation together mm-hmm. before the Thanksgiving holiday and one of the first things I saw was a video of him smacking a butt yeah. as he was putting something in the trunk so I'm like hold on what's going on here and the thing said two married GMA3 co-anchors having an affair with each other and I'm like whoa mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Have you ever heard of the morning show on uh, Apple TV, Mervyn? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never, you know, so partaken, it's a, but I've... It's a TV show uh, starring Jennifer Aniston and uh, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. And is that Jennifer Aniston? I don't know. Anyway, 
Vegas. <laughs> but there are co-anchors on the morning show and all this drama is happening behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And this just gave me this. Like, oh, oh tabloids. Now, we don't... We, we, we obviously don't let, let's go ahead people's and, demise. Right. And let's go ahead and start by saying this is all purely speculation. Right. With video and picture evidence. Continue. Yes. I'm a... <laughs> I'm a source of my information, okay? So Daily Mail dropped the story. It's pictures of them at the bar with Mm -hmm. wine and she like laying over him. It's video of him smacking her butt. Mm -hmm. It's pictures of them holding hands in the car. Like, going a little uh, more (laughs) into evidence. There There was a video of them like sitting on the couch talking and the man's just leaning back in that, in that stance of like, yeah, you can keep talking all you want to, whatever. This conversation's cool. But I know in about 10, 15 minutes, it's gonna be me, you, and no clothes. Well, see, apparently that was a public video when they were training for that marathon they ran in. All right, look, that's fine. I've seen that video. I don't care what the video was for. <laughs> I've been in that stance before <laughs> somewhere where I know, look, this, look let's, let's do what we gotta do here. But in a few minutes, we know what we came to do. I'm dead. Um. So yeah, the issue with this affair, people, you know, t- t- for some folks, and this is according to the Daily Mail, this affair. But I mean, hey, we've seen the pictures and mm-hmm. videos. Don't look doctor to me. And the chemistry um, that they have on set—that's more than <laughs> we see other anchors have. Um. But the issue that a lot of people have with this is that TJ has been married for 12 years mm-hmm. and so has Amy. She has been married for 12 years. Word on the curb. Daily Mail, TMZ, all oh, it was reporting that the couple had double dated together. Hmm. Huh. What a so... dink. <laughs> We're all here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, um, then it comes out that both couples have apparently allegedly been separated since like August or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Story still juicy though. Like yes. both y'all still married. You know, like so then I'm on Twitter scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And a theory that I saw really stuck. It really seemed to me to explain the part of the story in which we are right now. Somebody said that these look like private investigator photos because these people were getting followed. Yeah. And if I were the spouse, I would have leaked it after finding out. Now, does it look like a private investigator had been following them? Absolutely. Yes. Would it make sense? For it to be one of their spouses? Yes. Absolutely. Would it also make sense for the spouse to be so upset that they leak it to the tabloids? Absolutely. Now the question to me, Mervyn, is would you do that? If you were the spouse and your wife was a a public figure Mm -hmm. and she was cheating on you or, you know left you for or whatever's happening here you know another public figure would you leak it uh i don't know because 
that's asking me would I lend myself out to embarrassment. <laughs> um, and that would be tough. But I think after a certain point, you so hurt, you're not worried about the embarrassment. You just want everybody else to know what's up. So, yeah. Might have to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be embarrassed. But also, you also face backlash of getting sued for, well, uh, not defamation or slander. Yeah, you can't get sued for defamation it, or slander. Not if it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Would, could it be intentionally causing, well, okay, I say irreparable harm to somebody's reputation, but ABC, okay, but let's, usually let's that, move on with Usually, this. I feel like that usually only matters if what you're saying is not true. Right. Right, right. So I don't know. I don't know if you can get sued for this. Well, anyways, so then after all the tea come out, they both make an appearance the next morning on GMA three like ain't nothing happened. Yeah. Like okay. Like, we see you guys. We we see you. All right. That's well, not the next morning. That same day, I guess. Um. Yeah. That uh. I was like, okay, that's that's how we're going into the weekend. So as the weekend goes on, new information start coming out. Uh-huh. And Marvin, you sent me the tweet. Mm-hmm. Which and one? I did some digging about the producer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I did some digging. Uh-huh. So, Wait, hold on, hold on. If you're gonna tell them about it, tell them what what the what Okay, the read the tweet. Okay, wait, hold on. That was about the cop shooting his wife. Um, uh, hold on. Because I've I've sent you a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, GMA threes. This is from uh, Pop Crave uh, at Pop Crave on Twitter. GMA threes. TJ Holmes reportedly had a three year affair with the married producer of the show prior to his current relationship with co co anchor Amy Robot. Yeah. Oh, sources say uh, Holmes confided in Robot about the infidelity at the time. Well. So, that, that's some tea. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, no way. Me and Mervy talked on the phone after this. I was just like, no way. I did some digging. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, Daily Mail is the one who dropped the story, the original photos. Okay. So, I went back to Daily Mail for the updated tea. You know, might as well. You know, y'all done worked hard to drop it. Let me give y'all my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. You know, give your website some clicks. Because it's some tea. Daily Mail can reveal that host TJ Holmes, 45, had a three-year affair with Good Morning America producer, I'm not going to say her name, 37, that began in 2016. Mm -hmm. The result, which predates his affair with co-host Amy Robach, resulted in the end of said producer's marriage to movie producer Garrett Brerin. So she was married to a movie producer, so they're all in the business. Holmes, I'm reading all this from DailyMail.com, folks. Holmes managed to salvage his marriage to his wife. All right. Mm -hmm. But Instagram photos reveal that Robach and the producer were close friends. Yeah, that's what it was. I I had it mixed up. I was telling people the producer and the wife were friends. The producer and Robach were friends. Yeah. In February, Ah. Robach celebrated her 49th birthday with the producer posting a late night picture of them laughing together with the caption love these girls <laughs> oh man so Holmes had a three year affair mm-hmm. 
with a producer. With a producer. And a producer. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the producer is allegedly friends with Robot. And Holmes allegedly confided in Robach about the affair with the producer. Oh Lord, what's going on? It's too much. It's it's, it's that, too much, Jesus. It's like I, I, I just feel so bad. You know, I I cheated on my wife with with, with the producer lady. And, like, wait a minute. How did I, I feel like that's just how that happened? Like, you don't just happen into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or he was confided with her, knowing, hey, you know what? That Amy over there, she's uh, she's kind of cute. Let me go uh, see if I can cry on her shoulder for a little bit, see if something happens. Okay, wait, let's get down to some okay, OT. Okay, I'm still. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. This is a good article. This is just fun at this point. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't say all that, y'all. Okay, but sorry. But it is, it is. It's it's entertaining. Okay. Well, it says, I told you, the producer's husband left her. But Holmes allegedly was able to salvage his relationship with his mm-hmm. wife. But this article says just barely. Mm-hmm. Please it says... Tell, I'm sorry, hold on. Please tell me you're bringing up the Instagram post. Yes. Okay, thank you. Because that's what it I was just It says the Instagram post came, you know, after okay. the infidelity, after she took him back. Mm-hmm. So in September of 2020, a full six months after their anniversary in March, when they were navigating the fallout of his affair, Holmes wrote, this particular hashtag decade challenge is a little late, but 10 years ago, her name married me. And despite my best efforts, she remained married to me the past 10 years. Hold on, I don't know if I would like my man posted this right I was, you, you we started off efforts. poorly we have started <laughs> off horribly <laughs> all right it says that's not hyperbole that's not hyperbole i'm not being dramatic i gave her plenty of reasons excuses and opportunities to walk her fine a out the door we have plenty of reasons but instead <laughs> but instead with her built-in black woman superpower she showed a grace and patience that's incomprehensible. Oh my God! Yeah, um, that's, and that's only half the post, and it get it, it got worse from there. Uh, my thing. It's, uh, okay, so I don't know what, how to feel about this. Her black woman superpower, and you cheated on two non-black women. Don't and don't bring her. I don't say like this. She's just supposed to take it. Don't bring her blackness into this. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't bring that into this because that ain't have nothing to do with you cheating on them. And we need to stop with the narrative that oh black women, you know, they're the strongest, which y'all are, but they just need to fight through everything. No, you should not have been putting her through this. Don't bring her blackness into this at all. Cause now you're making us all the bad. Wow. She left. The producer left Good Morning America in 2017, but their relationship still stayed strong, allegedly, according to Daily Mail, through mm-hmm. 2019. Oh, oh, and I'm looking at the pictures now. Are you talking about her yep. and Holmes or her and uh, 
Amy. Her robot. Her oh, Amy. Okay. Yeah, they look they look close. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. This is this is crazy. Crazy. TJ Holmes. Uh, he, he, he. Man's out here uh, wilding. I mean. I mean. Never mind. What? What was the name of that movie? Uh, How to Be a Player? Was that the name of the movie with uh, Bill Bellamy? Um, I mean, some people, some people, some people would admire this behavior from, uh, TJ and said, you know, he was, you know, he was, he had them all, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot going on here. Oh, okay. Uh, allegedly. According to Daily Mail, GMA hosts Robin Roberts and Michael Strahan are also said to be aware of and furious no. about Holmes' affair. I thought you were going to say that. I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, that's okay. No, with the producer. Mm -hmm. I'd be matching. Yep. Um, dang. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm just, I just came. To rub insult, <laughs> to rub salt into the wound. This time it was Robot, the woman who Homegirl regarded as a friend who became mm -hmm. Holmes's lover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now the question is, do they like get together, or is that kind of a bad way to start a relationship? Slash, I think they're already together. Oh well, like the pictures. Yeah, the pictures show to us like I, they they might be together. They might be just I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if y'all was just you know messing around and then got this big, might as well date at this point. Right. Might as well because to have like all your business on the street for a sneaky link. Yeah, nah, that's that's not what's up. And if you're gonna be a sneaky link, be sneaky about it. So. Yeah. So they've been pulled off the air. Uh, ABC says it's not because of the affair, because they were two consensual adults who like have like the same title. Mm -hmm. It's because it's a lot of distractions, and they try to right. see where to, how to right. move forward with the distractions. Right. Right. Um, right. It's okay. Not, it's, it's not a good look for TJ Holmes in the. I say his audience. Mm -hmm. I feel like his audience are like family people. You know Probably. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not a good look that you're a serial cheater. You know what I'm saying? Um, your wife took you back and then months after your anniversary you post a happy 10 year anniversary post. Mm -hmm. a, that's what this a, happened. A poor anniversary post at that. Maybe. Well, I don't want to put this on her but I'm just trying to guess who which spouse may have leaked the the PIs, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, I can't imagine how the producer feels. The producer lost her. Well, I mean, she was involved in it too, obviously, right. but how she feels seeing this Amy situation, like your friend. Cause what if she didn't know? Right. T. That's true. T. Oh yeah. This is a whole lot, a whole lot of, you could definitely you could definitely we can make a movie out of this. Well, you could 
could definitely make a movie out of this. For sure. Now, obviously, you know, me, you know, being a public figure and whatnot, I would hate for all my, you know, right. business to be out on the street. But right. I wouldn't be doing nothing like this. Right. So then it wouldn't so, matter. Right. You know? But uh, yeah, that was some tea. That was some tea. It was for sure. I'm gonna go ahead and turn this off real quick. Um, I noticed I skipped something. I'm just gonna say it real quick. Anthony Davis been going off, oh, y'all. Geez. Going off. Okay. Averaging 34 points and 15 rebounds his last 10 games on 63% shooting. He been going off. Dropped 55 and 17 the other night, y'all. 55 points. 44 against Giannis. That. That's that's crazy. He dropped 44 against Giannis two days before. Put some respect on his name. He just needs to, you know, stay healthy. Stay on the court. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe him being teammates with LeBron will help him stay healthy and invest. Hadn't in his helped body. him yet. Um, also, <laughs> the Titans just fired the GM. Um, and Spain had oh, a chance okay. to win it. Uh, to win against Morocco in the last seconds, but Mans had a open goal, but a bad angle and bounced it off the crossbar. So they're going to penalty kicks now. So. So that I don't scream on this podcast, and so I can watch it without a light in my face. Um, I'm sorry, got- you said something. Oh, I think a step on my exit there. Uh, you got anything before we get out of here? Nah, um, nah. My Lumbee Lobos are in the state semifinals. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Duncanville and DeSoto. Uh, also making it that far, you know. Um, are they, wait, the, who's uh, Longview's not playing one of them, are they? No, okay. he's playing Alito. Longview's 5A, 5A oh, Division One. I. I thought Longview was 6A. We were when we won it the last time, oh, but it's okay. changed. Yes, um, I'll be at the game this week. I get to cover my first. Longview playoff game in a while. Nice, you know what nice. I'm saying? It'll be at uh, Dallas Kincaid. I was hoping it was going to be like at the Star or something, you know, but hey, it no. is what it is. Because other You'll, games are at the Star. So I'm like, right. you You'll know. get him at Jerry Ward in a couple weeks. Yeah. Or I guess Anyways. that's next week. Next week. But yeah, um, that's all. We'll, we'll have a few teams there. So I'll be at Jerry World. I'll take pictures for you, Mervin. Although you've probably seen every little, you know, yeah. nook and cranny. Have you ever been to the media? In the nah, media? Of course not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, take pictures up there. I want to see what that looks like. Uh, so, as always, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, and we appreciate y'all sticking with us. Uh, we're going to get out of here. That's Ashley Moore. I'm Mervin Wright. This was episode 92. And we'll be back next week with episode number 93 of the More Right Than Wrong podcast.